On this episode of the Joseph Cortez Show, we are going to be discussing Jennifer V and how she got into the real estate business and get to know her a little bit better. And as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to it, tell your friends, and sit back, relax, and enjoy as we get to know Jennifer V just a little bit better. Let's get going. Hey, here we are. Episode three. We survived the first two. We did. We yes. did. Yes. I'm Joseph Cortez, your host of the Joseph Cortez Show, and my special guest and cohort, Jen V. Hello, everybody. We are here for episode three. This episode is brought to you by the Create Realty Group here in Corpus Christi. We are your place to help buy, sell, and invest in real estate. That's right. And our other sponsor is the Tandem Property Management. Or you can help. We can help you lease your home, manage your home, and all around, all around, make better investments. That is us, real estate heavy. And today's episode is going to be a little real estate heavy, as I mentioned on previous episodes. We talked about my entry into the real estate business. So today, we're going to talk about Jennifer's entry into the real estate business. Well, thank you, Joseph, for. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, this is going to be exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested because I've <laughs> known Jennifer for probably three years, three years yeah. and I honestly don't even know the full story of how she got into this business. Uh, so before we dive into that real quick, we kind of been discussing the format of the podcast a little bit, and we're going to do three different styles of podcasts. One is going to be real estate and business, uh, where we do that, uh, talk about this real estate industry itself, general business principles, all the things I've learned over the last... 17 years in uh, the real estate industry and banking and Jennifer's time and her history and business and different uh, ventures. And then we're also going to do some special episodes just on Corpus Christi itself is where we live. Oh, yes. To help be advocates for our great city and talk about places to eat, places to go, interview special guests from around the city to kind of help bring more light and more... uh, I guess more of a spotlight on our city. That's got yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, Corpus is growing, that's for sure. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on, and I think in the next few years, you're going to start hearing more about Corpus Christi, the good stuff. We're uh, reaching our potential, finally. And then the final episode is going to be more freeform, uh, kind of as they call it, uh, free-flow podcasting, where it's kind of off-the-cuff talking and just bantering back and forth uh, with the two of us and other guests, just kind of getting to know each other, talking about life and all things that are funny, like we did an episode two. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. But today, it's all about Jen and her venture, or her uh, dipping her feet into the real estate business. So Jen, how did that start? What caused you to say, hey, I want to try this real estate thing? Well, um, I've had a, a lot of different uh, opportunities entrepreneurial um, jobs in my life and so with that um, I was I was a really young mom and so as my kids grew up I was uh, we lived in an apartment and they said we want a backyard and so I said well it's time to get a house and so with my entrepreneurial uh, careers (laughs) (laughs) um, I wasn't able to prove a steady income and so I thought, well, it's time to enter the real world of workforce and try to get out there. 
And so I went to go speak with a, a lender and I asked her, how do I get into a house? She kind of laughed at me and she's just like, well, you have no steady work history. She kind of discouraged me. And so I thought, well, I'm going to get a job um, that pays salary or hourly to prove my income. Is that what you went to go work in the physical therapy world? Or? I did. Yeah, I started working for um, a mar- uh, physical therapy uh, firm and I did the marketing there. And then six months later, I went back to her and I said, all right, I've been working for six months. <laughs> um, and so when I had my entrepreneurial job, I uh, <laughs> I was in, um, I, I didn't have any proof of income. And so when I started the business, I started working for a marketing um, firm, I was able to prove six months. And I'm like, well, I'm going to start, I'm going to start doing the right thing and getting my, um, my salary in there. And so after six months, she kind of laughed at me again and said, this isn't going to work. And so um, I moved out of my apartment. I lived with my grandma for about a year. Wow, that's a big step. You know, a lot of people have to do that in order to to get the house, but that's, it's, it's a brave thing to do. Yeah, it's, it was a it's sacrifice. It's kind of humbling. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was definitely a sacrifice. You know, I, we packed everything in our apartment. We uh, put in a storage unit and I told my kids to get a suitcase. That's what we're going to live off for the next year. Um, and so that's what we did. So yeah, you, you really set a goal of, I'm going to get a house. I'm going to buy a house. Yeah, That's awesome. And you were pretty young at this time. Yeah, I was in my mid-20s. Mid-20s, yeah. And so I thought, yeah, it's time to buy a house, time to grow up and time to start working and I can do it. So my kids, um, I told them I was going to go, I was going to go buy us a house. And when I came <laughs> back, uh, she said, you know, she kind of laughed at me, discouraged me um, <laughs> that I wasn't able to do that. And so I continued to work, continued to save my money. Um, and then finally, uh, I built a great relationship with a local bank here. Um, I saved all my money, did everything that they said I needed to do in order to get into a home. And so... Finally, six years um, six years ago, I was able to purchase my home. I'm a single mom of now five kids. Holy moly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to include the cats <laughs> in that one. As you uh, heard on episode two of uh, this podcast, uh, Botox, La Botox and El Kodak. We were two of Jen's uh, kids. Favorite kids. Yes. They're, they're my favorite. Yeah. yeah. They don't talk back. But they do poop a lot. So. <laughs> they do, but they they're do. my favorite. So yeah, the kids. I had the kids, and I and I told them I said I'm gonna I'm gonna buy us a house, and so um, I built a great relationship with a bank. Um, deposit my money like they said that I needed to do. Yeah, um, six important. years ago, we purchased our first home, and so um, yeah, that's how it all started. Um, it just. It was it was a struggle in the beginning, and so now being on the other side, you know, I didn't have a real estate agent whenever I was purchasing my home. Yes, yeah, that's, that's right. And so, you know, it was kind of just looking around to see what I thought I would like, what my kids would like, and that's a that's a big um, thing that I try to tell my clients. You know, please don't get discouraged. I have a client right now that a single dad of three kids, and I told him if you follow what what I tell you to do, I I hooked him up with a preferred lender that we work with here in town. Mm-hmm. And if you do 
what we say you need to do, we're going to hand you the keys on Christmas. Or yeah. Yeah, And I'm guessing it's not the same lender that you went to uh, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> no, it's not. She really discouraged me. You know, she yeah. kind of, um, yeah, she, you know, and I wasn't educated back then on the home buying process and I thought it would never happen. But a year later, I, I found a home and I was able to um, to purchase yeah, a home. Yeah, you see that champion on your side that's going to be there to to build you up and help you think it's possible and believable. And that's, that's, it's really interesting that there's business people out there that would just discourage you and be like, what are you talking about? You can't do this. It just yeah. makes no sense to me because that could have been the start of a great relationship that somebody Definitely. helped you. You could tell the story and now you're telling a story about, I mean, is that person even in business? Anymore? Uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> I remember her, but I won't say names. We won't say names. No, <laughs> no but, uh, you know who you are. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's just, it's, it's sad. I mean, hopefully it's not like that anymore for them. But I, I just, I guess it's not even in my head to tell somebody you can't do something or that to, to stop. I, I mean, tell somebody, how about you have a different approach to this? Or it's going to take right. some time or here's the realities of it's going to take you two years or a year. This is all the steps you got to take. But it, to tell somebody it's not possible or you can't do this is, is pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, so and that's glad what you didn't listen. Yeah, and that's what I hope to be, you know, especially being on the other side, you know, as a realtor, um I I really enjoy working with first-time home buyers. Um, you know, because they don't know where to even begin. And so if I can help them get with a get with a lender, get with a, even if they have a great relationship with their bank, get with them. Um and just start from there and just like my client that has three kids, single dad, you know, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, for him, and I'm 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 gonna work really hard for him to make sure he has those keys by Christmas time. So yeah, that's awesome. It's it's, it's with anything. Like you set a goal, you, you kind of got with a plan. You kind of idea of what okay, this is what I'm gonna do, and you you went all in. You know, it's something that uh, I think a lot of us don't even think about when we're setting goals is going all in and saying. Uh, and I, I think probably was it was it the whole idea of being able to say you tell your kids we're doing something. And then kind of a little oh, bit yeah. about proving it to them. To, yeah. To say, you know, I just said, I'm, I'm mom, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. You know, they were pretty um, upset whenever we had to leave our apartment. We had a really nice apartment and um, I just told them, pack a suitcase. That's where we're going to live off for the next year. And so we did. We put everything in storage, went to my grandma's and uh, I said, don't worry, we'll be in a house in a year. And that's. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's not too terrible living with grandma. I mean, she seems. <laughs> Yeah, she cooked a lot. I think I gained like 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're living with grandma, you're probably going to put on some weight with she the tortillas and the beans. made and, amazing meals. Yeah, Thank you, grandma. It's like grandma taco company. So maybe she can get us tacos for next week we talked about. So. That would be awesome. Well, that's really cool. I mean, so it was going through the process, the idea of just getting your own house and the feeling of getting keys and walking in. What was it like oh, walking yeah. in for the first time? Oh, it was amazing. It was, um, it was something that I, I felt accomplished, you know, the kids, you know, walking into the home with, with the kids and saying, this is your room. This is where we're yeah. going to have dinner. This is where we're going to cook. It was, um, it was really nice. And I, and I hope that, um, you know, my clients feel, feel yeah. that whenever they. Yeah. So I was going to say, now that you're on the other side, you're the person that gets to hand the keys. Yeah. Is it like you kind of bring back some of those memories of the first time that you got to walk into your place. Yeah. Yeah. I will say there's something about like you need to go walk in your backyard barefoot and just feel like this oh, is yes. my grass. 
Yes. This is this is my <laughs> little piece of this giant universe, this giant planet. But this five thousand or six thousand square foot lot, this land is mine. It's mine. And I can deal with what I want and whatever the HOA says. But the reality <laughs> is, it's, it's yours. And as long as you pay your mortgage and pay your taxes, nobody can take it away from you. That's right. And, and that's this beautiful thing. And inside those walls, that's your house. It is. And that's that's a cool thing. That's getting all we got all excited about real estate again. I know. And it's been kind of hard lately, but I kind of forget the feel of, of that with the first time buyers. And I know it got all tingly. Yeah. Got yeah. goosebumps. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. uh, real estate tingles. That's what yeah. <laughs> Episode four. That's probably the Prosecco, too. <laughs> So in, in case Jennifer burps, she's drinking, drinking a little Prosecco. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> episode four, the real estate tingles. <laughs> but it really, it really is and in, exciting and interesting to um, help people get through the process. Because, I mean, it's 2019. The process has become very arduous, very – there's a lot of pieces to it. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. I, I don't think people completely understand that. The, the amount of complexity that goes on on each thing. And it should be a fairly simple process, but it's not. And the, our job is to help be that guide through the process. I kind of always tell people it's like, if you're going on a safari, you can look up online, everything you want to know about uh, lions and everything you want to know about giraffes and you can, everything you want to know about safari. But the moment that lion's charging, you're going to hope that guides there with you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so we get a lot of lions facing you. So what took you from being on the purchasing side to say, okay, I want to go take my classes, get crazy and, and step into the other side of this. And what, so what was that thing? Was it, did it, did you like houses? This is what I hear a lot. Oh yeah. I love houses. And I'll say, you haven't had any clients yet. You haven't, you haven't had any, you haven't (laughs) sold any yet. Right. Or I love people. You haven't had a client yet. And, you know, so what was it, the thing that drove you and said, I'm doing this? Well, in the beginning, whenever I was looking for my home, I didn't have a lot of guidance. And so I want to be the realtor that people say, you know, she's, she's going to help you. Um, you know, whenever, whenever I purchased my home, I wasn't, um, I didn't buy it through a realtor and I wish I would have. Yeah. You, you bought, you bought a new house. So it's, it's a, some, you felt like you had that person there, the, the counselor. Right. Yeah. But I also wish I had a realtor to kind of guide me through the whole process from from day one, you know, even when I was even thinking about buying a home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's our job to kind of help people decipher all the information that's out there and say, okay, here's here's your next step. Here's where we go from this point A to point B. So so not having that person kind of put you in a position to think. I want to be that person. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, Yeah. you have a natural desire to want to help people and be that guide for people and Definitely. Really cool. So, so you went and started taking classes. Is this when you went to Del Mar? Yes. Or did you do some online too? I did um, both, and so I just um, I registered for my classes. I was also working for a nonprofit. Um, I used to work for Hammonds Education Leadership Program. Oh, Jesus! For uh, Ridge? Uh, Ridge Hammonds, yes. Oh, I, know I used to work for him. Um, help us, help. Yeah. Is that was that it? <laughs> help us, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Ridge and I were in Leadership Corpus Christi Class 34 together, or 35, one of those, and uh, such a great guy. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. super sweet. Um, I enjoyed working for him. I enjoyed... So I 
honestly probably met you well before I even knew that I met you. And probably. apparently twice because you, well, as you tell. I went to your classes at you, Del Mar. She was in my classes and that's, that's uh, pretty crazy. So. Yeah. And then I worked for Ridge um, after I uh, stopped working for marketing for the therapy place. And I worked for Ridge and I really enjoyed what I did. Um, we helped um, second chance students find a career, not employment, a career. Something what's, a, what's a second chance student? Or is it at risk kids or kids that dropped out? And Yeah, uh, kids that were like on probation um, that were mm. um, failing in school and didn't really have hopes and desires to be anything. We took them to different um, career sites and. Huh. We kind of just um, opened their eyes to um, mechanical engineering. We opened their eyes to welding, um, a lot of different things, and it it was more like a t- like it touched my heart than anything. Well, that, that, so that that explains a ton because in our leadership class, our project, uh, and if you don't know what Leadership Corpus Christi is, it's a uh, it's one of the oldest leadership programs in the entire country where they take people, you apply for it, and you get in. And they take people from different industries and teach them about the city over nine months. It's uh, one Thursday a month. And you go learn about the government and the city. You go learn about different educational opportunities in the city, the arts and all that. And that's, that's, you know, I talk about the Harbor Playhouse a lot because that's where we fell. I fell in love with that and appreciated that place. Um, And, but Ridge was spearheading our project or he had a lot of input in our project. And our project was helping people identify the non-college jobs in the area. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time. We actually put together this really cool calendar and videos and took them off to junior highs and high schools and said, hey, these are all the jobs that you can get in our area. Welding, uh, pipe fitting, all Mm -hmm. these crazy cool jobs that pay a ton of money Yeah, that don't necessarily need a college education because, I mean, 75% of our country, I think it is, doesn't graduate from college. That's right. And so a lot of people waste money on college just because they feel like they have to go yeah. uh, versus going. So that's really cool. So you work for Ridge Hammonds. That's great. So I'll have to get him on the show one day. Yeah, he's... Listening, Ridge. You got an invite. Open invite for you. <laughs> he's awesome. His uh, nonprofit is, is very um, heart-touching. You know, you just, um, you really feel for those kids. And um, before I worked for Ridge, I was also a juvenile probation officer. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked as a juvenile probation officer uh, yeah and so um yeah i mean i think i think um i think i just want to help people especially on the other side you know um and now i just want to help people you know i don't want i don't want them to get discouraged whenever they think oh i need to get twenty thirty thousand dollars to put a down payment on a home yeah no, there's, there's, there's options out there there's programs out there there's options um and so that's what I'm here for, and I really enjoy doing that. Okay, so you're working for Ridge, and you decide, okay, I'm going to try this real estate thing, and you start taking your classes. Mm-hmm. And so you go to Del Mar College, where there's this freaking awesome yes, adjunct is. professor. and and Joseph Cortez. Yeah, that's right. So that's I was actually... That's who yeah, my professor That's was. right. So <laughs> we were actually talking about this earlier, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I remember... I, I think I remember you, but I don't think I remember you. I used to teach the, I used to be the online professor. So the students would take their classes. I was, I don't want to say kids because most of the people were in their thirties and forties mm-hmm. and I would be once a week for two hours 
all the online students were taking their classes and they'd come in and ask questions and if they didn't ask questions I just talked and sometimes they listened and sometimes they didn't but for the majority it was like over the course of a good year I did that maybe a year and a half I remember yeah yeah so I, I remember you know some of our mutual friends in that class together but I was like I, I don't necessarily recall Jen I was there yeah so <laughs> well, apparently I did something right she came to work for me uh, so you're going through your classes. It, it was hard to do because you had not only you had a full time job at this point. No, I or, actually. Or, um, or you you dove in. I was yeah all about real oh, estate. Yeah. yeah, and that time you know I had my house for just a couple of years, and when I told my mom, I said I'm gonna stop working um, and just focus on real estate. She's like, "How are you gonna pay your bills?" I said, "I'll figure it out," and so I did. I think I had. A couple of clients in the first couple of months, maybe. Yeah. So you went through your classes pretty quick then. Yeah. Yeah. And in Texas, you have to take 180 hours of coursework. So it's oh, six yeah. 30 hour classes. Uh, as I mentioned last time um, on, on podcast number one, we I took mine over six, seven weekends at night. Uh, the Delmar classes were online, so you could do them as fast as you wanted yeah. to. And some people did them all in 30 days, some people took six months or a year. So oh, it really yeah. just depends how driven you are to get them done. Yeah, I didn't have very much time to, to do my classes because <clears throat> I knew this is what I wanted to do and this is where I'm at now. So Yeah, so uh, and you had a couple friends going through that with you that kind of helped out, right? Well, actually, yeah. so there's a mutual friend of ours, Valeria. Oh, yeah. He's an agent, one of our favorite people. Shout out. Like a little Instagram model right now. Over <laughs> I in, know. I don't even know where she's at. She's all over the place. She's a traveling realtor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so did you guys know each other in the class or you met in the class? No, actually I met her at a mixer. Me but and my you, mom. But you guys were in the class together. No, we weren't. Oh, okay. So this is what a total disconnect for me. Then. Yeah. I was trying to connect you with her in the class. She was a realtor a year before I was, but she was also um, banking as well. She was. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. She worked for a local bank and I actually yeah. knew her mom so, from yeah. when I worked at the bank. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Sylvia Ford. Um, no, I just, I think I had just passed my classes and I had went to a mixer, saw Validia and I told her I had had interviewed with, um, another brokerage and she's like, well, if you ever want to come, um, interview with us, come on over. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's how it all started. Yeah. Jeez, man. That doesn't, it seems like forever ago, but just a few days ago at the same time. It filled and, it. Uh, that's... It's, I gotta tell you, you're not the same person that walked into the office here. Oh. I feel like you've grown a ton. And yes, I have. I was <clears throat> growing a ton a couple of months ago when yeah. I was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the, the, I person was... <laughs> grown a, the person who's grown a ton is me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I think going through this business, going through just all the different things that it teaches you is... Um, it's really interesting I mean, because I think one of the things that people don't realize is that being a hundred percent commission based oh yeah is extremely stressful it, it is. is exhausting sometimes when things go bad and uh, but luckily you know I have um, Joseph to mm -hmm. uh, to help me you know um, 
you know, it, it, it is stressful, especially being a single mom of five. Yes, I am including <laughs> my cats. Yeah. Because they eat and they poop. So. Yeah, and they're expensive, apparently. They are very expensive. Yeah, they're haircuts alone. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and, and what people don't realize is that it's, deals fall apart, things go haywire. When you start talking about the amount of money that people are spending buying a home or selling a home, the amount of money online on the line is uh, it's a it's a lot for most people. It's a lot, yeah. And the emotions get high. And so, what was the what was one of the big things, you know, in that respect is that shocked you when you first got into this business? Well, um, when I quit my quit my other job um, working for the nonprofit, you know, I just I just went in all. 100% um, I'm commission based and so I need to make it work um, or we don't eat yeah. and so I was pretty I was pretty determined to make sure that it did work while also making sh- making sure that my clients were happy and so I think in December is when I got my license in January right. it was um, full on throttle like let's go and so three years later here I am um, and yeah. I just, I, w- I want to make sure my clients are happy. I want to make sure that they're well um, educated because whenever I was buying my house, I was really discouraged and I don't, I don't ever want my clients to feel that way. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, and through the, through the process of being the sales side, it's so interesting because you're always learning as well. Of course. Yeah. And it's, I think dealing with the people is the biggest yeah. learning objective because the process of buying a home is there, there is a legit process that's somewhat simple the actual application of the process is, is what's really crazy about it yeah. and there's all sorts of weird things that go on the people buying cars and people losing their jobs people getting divorced I mean I had a just big house four or five hundred thousand which in our market is double our average sales price and the guys got divorced over thanksgiving and they were hard clients to deal with they were it was exhausting and i was so excited though because it was going to be a nice commission we really needed it as a family we needed it as an office and then i get a call i say hey joe can we go out for a drink man Oh, oh no! I was like, oh. <laughs> like she's leaving me. And I was like, so I went from being oh, realtor no. to being counselor to being friend, right? And that, I think that's one of the things that people don't understand is the level of intimacy you get with your clients because yeah, they're so exposed what they're doing, and um, it's, it's really interesting to get a deep look into the lives sometimes. Oh, for sure. And how they handle stress. Yeah, we're like therapists, realtors, home yeah. interior designers. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Picking colors, uh, general <laughs> contractors, marriage counselors, and uh, spiritual therapists. It's just a, you know, I think the, 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 the part of real estate, it's real. You know, it it's is. real life. It's every aspect of people's lives gets exposed when they're moving the place of residence it's where i reside this is not only just the place i put my head to sleep it's the place that my family the family yeah sleeps in it's so it's more complex than just 
doors and windows. It's oh, yeah. emotions and dreams and hopes and all that. So, so what would you say right now is the the thing that is a hard struggle in the business for you? Well, um, <clears throat> you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not doing the same thing over and over again. Every day is different. Um, I never know what I'm going to wake up to. I can wake up and have five clients. I can wake up to have a deal fall apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can wake up to have three deals fall apart. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just kind of, I really enjoy where I work. I really enjoy um, Joseph's support, the other agent support. You know, here we're like a family. You know, I can I can come in and scream and kick in the back of my corner in the cubicle, <laughs> but um, I know that somebody's going to be here to help. You know, and vice versa. If somebody was struggling with the deal. You know, I'm going to get up, get out of my chair, and make sure that they're, um, you know, I can help with help with them with any advice that I can. So. Um, I'm just really grateful to work here and uh, create Realty Group. And um, the struggle is, I don't know. It's, I don't I don't think I'm struggling. I think I'm just, um, I'm excited about where this is going to go. And it's um, it's working out. Yeah, yeah. It's, 2019 has it, been crazy. Though. Yeah, it's been a little crazy. <laughs> I, I think one of the struggles, and it's been voiced a lot, um, I've heard it from other agents, not only here, but other offices and across the countries. There's a lot of things in the business that are out of our control that if we we can do our job extremely well, do it more than adequate, do it satisfactory, do it exceptional and be that champion, be that warrior for people and something else can stop it. You know, the, the buyer has an issue, uh, insurance issue. I mean, there's all these different things. And that's one of the hardest things for me to have had overcome and it's it's a hard thing for me as a broker to watch the agents and try to speak that into them and i always tell them your level of success is directly proportional to your level of your ability to handle chaos and oh your, that's your ability to handle rejection your ability I to handle that. yeah your ability to handle situations outside your control because there's nothing worse than having to go to a seller and say hey here's the deal we're supposed to close next week the buyer did something stupid, bought a car, and nobody knew it was coming. Yeah. And we need to help you unpack, and all those different things. And or hey, we're two weeks late in closing because of an insurance issue. I'm going through one of those right now, and oh, I'm no. dying on it. And I was like, hey, and the seller's like, dude, so your income's like this all the time? I was like, all the time. Yeah. I was like, I never know when I'm getting paid. There's no such thing as a paycheck. It's- That's right. I know. Yeah, and I can't call Wells Fargo and say, "Hey guys, uh, closing is delayed because of a roof <laughs> issue." Because <laughs> uh, some guy can turn his engineer certificate, and uh, we don't have a windstorm certificate. So uh, you know, all these different things. Of course, we try to get that early on and all that. So for all the realtors listening, you're like, "Don't you check that at the beginning?" Of course we do, but things come up. You know how it is. Um, yeah, as a broker, one of the things it, it's been an interesting experience and I was talking to my wife about this this morning and there's days where you know I'm still producing and have clients and work and Jennifer and I work some clients together and that's that's great you know we do that well uh, but as the broker and managing agents and 
I think managing is a terrible word way to put it. It's supporting agents. Supporting, yeah. It's probably the best way to put it is yesterday, for example, I was a counselor, a coach on business, a counselor and coach on life, um, a mentor and teacher for a new agent and trying to help them go. And, and then a cheerleader for an agent who's just doing awesome. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. and so it's like, the emotional roller coaster I have to go through every day is really interesting, and it's it's what I think I'm built for, and I'm pretty even keeled as a person, and I try to think things through a lot, and so I can give the best advice possible. But it's it's also wears, and so and that's where a good family support system at home uh, comes into play. Um, and so that's while we're you know before we wrap up here, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. And, I th- and maybe we can get into this uh, a little bit deeper in another podcast, but the support structure you have mm-hmm. at home is is helpful because the hours of this business is chaotic. It is, yes. And so it's, you know, there's some days my wife says, okay, it's 3 o'clock. What's your plans for the evening? So I'll be home by 530. And yeah. at 3.15, I'll see you at 8. <laughs> yeah, it's never the same day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get that phone call for that client who's been looking for for twenty years and really hasn't done much, and then all of a sudden the house pops up and you got to go show it. And you know, you right. don't want to be so reactionary in your business. Uh, we can talk about that later, but you know, there's certain times when you got to do what you got to do to make things happen. That's right. And uh, well, it's been three years. Uh, two and it'll be three years in December, right? In December, yes. Yeah, so that's a three year like a three year anniversary party. I know. December 18th. December 18th. I remember. Well, I, remember that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, remember, I guess I remember certain December days. 18th, yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Golly. Three years. Yeah. I'm, I'm embarking on... So I got my license in 2001. Oh, my gosh. Joseph. Yeah. How uh, long? I was I was pretty young. I was 2022. 20, okay. Yeah. That's a... And then you know, the banking thing. So I've, I've been back full time since July of 07. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, that's why I got gray hair. <laughs> a few of them, <laughs> not a lot of them. One for each kid and then one for each agent. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a couple of deals in the back of there. So so going forward, I know you're excited about the business and where it's going and, yeah. and your personal thing. What would you say to a new agent coming in that said, hey, Jen, I want to be like you? I want to. I want to succeed in this business. What would be the few pieces of advice you would give them? Besides working for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have an, a, a new agent that's going to come on board pretty soon. Uh, one of my good friends. Yeah, she's right. um, she's actually going to take her test pretty soon. She's already done with all her classes, and um, she she's a go getter. Um, the one thing I would probably tell her is um, is just she used to work for um, radio for about 14 years so I would just say you know network to all the people you know if you if you were born and raised here just let everybody know that you're an agent and um, of course we're going to help her too whenever she starts so yeah and i think that's what you're you're best at is networking and this is an industry of people at the end of the day knowing the ins and outs of the business is helpful yeah it's important 
But if you don't know how to get business, it's it's done. You know, there's stats that say 87% of agents are gone in three years. So congratulations. Thank you. We'll have a big party in uh, December. December, 18. I'll get you a cake that says one of the 13. What, that uh, you're going to give me a cap? No, I'm not going to get you a okay. cat. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, we have a good relationship. With that uh, and she keeps begging for an office cat and I'm going to get her a stuffed one. I would take care of it. So, but, you know, being one of the 13% that survives after three years is a big deal. Yeah. And the reason that most agents don't survive is the fact that they just don't have business coming in. Yeah. They don't understand the complexity of it. They don't understand how... Uh, much it takes personally, emotionally, spiritually, spiritually. Oh, geez, yeah. And I never yeah. knew spiritually until this year. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we'll get into that in the later podcast. Um, but yeah, nothing tests your faith like a bad deal. Yeah, nothing tests your faith like five bad deals. I'll tell you that. Um, well, good. Well, I'm, I'm you know I'm super excited you're here. I'm looking forward. You have such a bright future in this business, and I think you know going forward we're gonna see a lot of good things. And as the real estate industry changes, we'll talk about that quite a bit. What doesn't change is the connection of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things you're good at. You know, before this, we were at a mixer, just chatting people up, trying to make that one next connection that oh, could, yeah. could lead not to direct sale today, but a direct sale, uh, direct referral source and somebody we can help and, and all that. So uh, it's been a good Good run, kid. And I think good we're good. Podcast gonna, number three. Good podcast number three. So we will uh, wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you for sharing the, the the intro to your story. Thank you. There's quite a bit more to un- unravel. I learned some things today uh, about you that I, I kind of I either forgot about or just didn't know. And most importantly, though, I think we're going to have ourselves a, a really good rest of the year and a good 2020. So for all you young realtors out there. Um, and take it from Jen. If you keep keep your head down, work, and connect with people, you're going to do well. Same thing goes for any business owner. So we're excited about the future, and I want to thank Jen for sharing her story. So we will talk to you guys later. Bye, Bye. guys.